What's up, what's up everyone? Gabriel here talking, your host directly from Camburi Beach, Brazil. Here today with, for the first time, a guest that has already been in the episode. So check it out after the song. You! So, my big bro. How are you doing, Mr. Michael Harvey Elias? Ah, Glad to have you here. Very well, thank you. Glad to be here in your beautiful home in Camboriú. Uh, tudo bom, beleza. Tudo bom, nice bro, nice bro. So it's been one year and a little more than a year and a month since we did the episode. Mm -hmm. I, I ended up posting in January, but we did a little bit before Christmas, 2021. Allah has changed uh we used to live together a whole year has passed and mm -hmm. uh, so talk a little bit of how have you been bro like now you're here in brazil for the past three months talk mm -hmm. about this experience as well but first the stage is yours my friend one year of episode one year with my first guest one year yeah it's been a been a really good year for me 2022 it was kind of post pandemic pretty much so Everything's starting to open up again, feeling a little bit more like normal, normal life. Um, and yeah, so I've been in Valencia since last last year. Uh, recently moved to a, to a new flat in Valencia, so I bought a flat with my parents. So just doing better, Mike. Uh huh. How oh, good? So I'm currently uh, renovating the flat. Um, but yeah, for me it was basically a year of Fucevoli, uh, traveling over the summer, playing, playing international tournaments for UK, uh, playing the Spanish National League, and yeah, just living, living my life in Valencia. And then come to Brazil in November. Came to Brazil in November. Yeah, yeah, talk about this. And, uh, so I've been here this nice experience since wow. you, you're here for the past three months. Indeed. So I came to Brazil basically to play volley. But also I, I met some nice people from, from Brazil in Valencia and Barcelona as well. So that kind of was a good incentive for me to come here. I knew the people would be would be nice and the, everybody says amazing things about Brazil, and yeah, it's, it's all been true. Confirming. It's all true. <laughs> <laughs> An amazing place. Um, See, so yeah, I arrived in in Rio. I was there for two months. So the first three weeks, I uh, stayed in a hostel in in Leme, Comunidade de Leme. Um, so yeah, that was uh, it's right by the beach there in near Copacabana. I mean, it's the same beach but a different name. Um, and yes, yeah, just a bustling city, you know. Yeah, you arrived in Brazil in November. It was pretty rainy, right? And what was your, what were your first impressions like? Indifferent with Europe? What, what really called your attention? You know, what? Yeah. How was this adaptation process? Because mm -hmm. now you are already, you know, here. Yeah, yeah. You are adapted. You have been here for a while. So, what were the first impressions? What Called more. Yeah, I think initially the kind of the way the cities are laid out, the the concept of favelas, like yeah, 
very few kind of places in Europe have kind of things like that. So that's kind of the first thing you notice when you arrive, these huge areas, hundreds and thousands of houses, it's millions big. of people living close together. It's, uh, it's a bit of a culture shock, but uh, once you actually kind of go into them, like uh, in Leme, for example, it's quite a safe, one of the safest in, in Rio. So mm -hmm. everybody said, you know, you can walk around, you can explore. And that was the case. Only met nice people, no problems, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, that was kind of the first impression. But then the second impression is you just get to know some of the people. And they're all just super nice people, you know, really willing to talk to you, always smiling. Uh, yeah, the Carioca are special people, definitely. So that was my second impression. So then you stayed the first two months there, uh, got to some football tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Played the Tafs. Played Montaf with Luis, mi dupla de España. Uh, played a different one with uh, a guy that I met uh, playing in Flamengo Beach, uh, good, good carioca player. Um, but yeah, the level here was, uh, well, the level in Rio was really good. The, uh, the professionals, I finally got to play with some, some of the best players in the world, you know, just training, but uh, to be able to see this level and kind of the, the limits of full volley is firsthand is something that was really nice for me, you know, mm -hmm. kind of gives you a, an idea of the top, you know, where you, where you have to get to if you want to, if you want to compete at this level. And how do you think you are, where are you compared to this? Uh -huh. Where do you think you see yourself right now if you want to achieve that level? Yeah, I mean, the nice thing for me is that I don't think it's unachievable, having seen it firsthand. Sure. Like, Obviously, there's a, there's a big gap between Europe and Brazil. And for me to get to the a high level in Europe, I've still got a, got a way to go. But it's just training for me. Just get into a, a good routine of training, play lots of games, play lots of tournaments over the next few years. I don't see any reason why, you know, I couldn't reach a level to at least compete with these guys, you know? Mm-hmm. So it gives me quite a lot of uh, ganas. Good. Vontage. Vontage. Will. Will. I don't nice. know the word in English, but I know it in Portuguese and Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, you just forgot it. Uh, You're becoming almost a polyglot. That's how you say in English, polyglot. Polyglot. When you have four languages plus. Uh, I don't know. Okay, it is it? in Portuguese, it is polyglot. So. Interessante. Uh, so yeah, football in Rio is... Uh, is top best nice. in the world and now a little bit out of football you have been also in santa catarina mm -hmm. we stayed there for 20 days you stayed with me and now you're here you didn't go actually to sao paulo we just passed one night in santo andre but here in in Cambodi, you also stayed a week it's almost a week so what is also your little impression about here, the middle of the jungle mm -hmm. in in São Paulo State, which you know it's my favorite place. Yes. Which is like yesterday we went to the waterfall, 
And in Santa Catarina, we also had some good time in the beach. So I want you to comparing what do you feel, how you feel this contrast, what is your perspective on mm -hmm. it? Yeah, so Santa Catarina was very different to Rio. That was initial impression. Uh, I think you said that uh, they got one of the best kind of local governments and there's a good economy and everything's kind of functioning. Yeah, it's, it's compared compared to, to the others, yeah. it's it's better. Yeah. Like, it's tough to say the best, you know, it's just nah, the last word. In but terms of, you know, yeah, because economic, the yeah. infrastructure. So, yeah, initially that's kind of what you notice. It's kind of everything's clean, everything looks kind of nice. And then we go to the beach and, you know, it's uh, at least where we were in, in Itaji. Itajai. Itajai. So there's clearly quite a developed economy there's lots of money going around so you go to the the beaches and you see you know a lot of people on on holiday a lot of people having fun you know yeah january january, january is like summer. july uh-huh july no like it's like august for for europeans so so yeah, yeah. so but uh obviously it's still a beautiful place you know but uh very different from rio and then coming to cambodia uh yeah i've been loving cambodia i won't lie it's uh pretty much the middle of the jungle the mate atlantica no mate atlantica, mate atlantica. Yeah. Uh, and i really wanted to see kind of this kind of uh this kind of nature in brazil which i hadn't quite had the opportunity to do yet so for me this was the perfect way to kind of end my trip you know on a on a high in a in a beautiful place um and yeah here it's it's really beautiful the beach is uh pristine the jungle is pristine and uh yeah the people are really chill you know they got a very nice very nice vibe here yeah it's a nice community right mm -hmm. it's another rhythm compared to to a little bit of bigger cities yep. and nice that you like it bro it's nature surroundings and you and you you start to get more chill as well right like oh, your your mind calms down the nature affects the affects the people definitely affects the routine affects everything and yeah you do notice the difference between the city and and the jungle like really it does calm your mind down a lot it's yeah really healthy i think totally glad that you have this this view this perspective of it and what about the food man <laughs> i mean you've been eating quite a lot here mm -hmm. uh, i don't know how it was actually in rio but since we were in santa catarina and here in cambodia i feel you have a little verm inside your belly because man 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 okay what about the food what about the food okay so in general brazil i haven't had a bad a bad meal in in brazil like the the base quality of food is is high uh that's my initial impression um so yeah basically surviving on arozi e feijão <laughs> rice and beans with various different accompaniments lots of frango lots of beef lots of everything farofa farofa important <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, farofa is really good. 
You're gonna miss I'm gonna right? miss Fjordhofer. Um And yeah, so Rio was pretty basic. I was kind of surviving on, you know, just the basics, but the food's great, you know. I really liked it. Uh, what was good? Acai. Uh, marmita, acai, oh. uh, pastel. Oh my God. Baja de Tijuca, I had my first uh, caldo de caña con pastel. Amazing. Caldo de caña was something that I really liked. Crazy. Sweet, sweet drink. <laughs> we got we got one in the that day we won the the guys from indeed indeed Cabezudos, but it was with lemon and didn't like uh -huh. it I tried. Uh, yeah, what else? The best the best thing I tried was a uh, pastel de camarón. Was the best food best, you tried? Best in thing the I tried in the whole of Rio, in the, in whole, the whole of Brazil. The sorry. whole three month trip. Yeah, but uh, also the the fruit in Brazil for me was amazing different kind of it's just everything's bigger better <laughs> riper sweeter juicier so that's something to enjoy uh, yeah I guess something to notice is a lot of meat in general the culture is a lot of meat so that's something that I kind of just got used to while I was here because I wasn't eating so much before I came but uh, yeah It's the way it is here, faces, I guess. Faces, big bro. The way it is. That's the way, that's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. So, nice, man. Nice that you... Seems like you had little thing all over around. But now, if you had to say a couple of best things about Brazil and the worst things about Brazil. Mm-hmm. Best things... I mean... I came for Futsivoli and to meet the people. And they're the two things I think I'll take away most from this trip. Uh, those two things. Lots of people here really on kind of similar mindset to me. Got a very open mindset. They're very, you know, people want to talk. They want to trocar ideas, you know. That's really nice. Um, And yeah, the full volley. I trained a lot. I got a lot better. Saw some of the top players in the world, and I hope we'll I will come back and you know next year maybe play some more, meet some more people. Yeah, they're the two best things. And then the worst things. Yeah, it's a tricky one. I mean, obviously you got to take into account the kind of social. Uh, imbalance inequality inequality in in the bigger cities i saw it in rio i didn't quite see it in sao paulo but i'm pretty sure it's no, a sao different paulo level to even more it's also huge exactly huge. it's tough to say is even more i mean there are more people and there's mm -hmm. more homeless people mm -hmm. uh unfortunately you're not able to see the cities how it is how is organized actually disorganized in this case mm -hmm. But yeah, next year you come. We spend some days there because Indeed. you can see the contrast. It's pretty, pretty big. It's a chaos. It's a chaos. It's a chaos. But even still, I think it's a it's a credit to the Brazilian people. Like even living in kind of you know below the line of poverty in, yeah, the in really bad, kind of bad conditions, very basic kind of living, and you know a lot of people living on the street as well. Um, but you still kind of 
get the impression that they're kind of fighting to to be happy you know even in these situations they're just trying to trying to get by and just they're still happy to smile they're still happy to talk you know that's uh that's something i noticed about about the brazilians good my friend good good that you there's always the two sides right and as i i always say here in the podcast as well sometimes but life here makes people really resilient mm-hmm. and people here besides all this tell like a lot of people are born without dad the mom needs to work two jobs just to make like just happens in some other countries as well it's just it's just different in each country and here in brazil i just see that as a lesson of life and mm-hmm. brings it up you to bring to be a better person at least in my case so yeah the this is a big a big thing to always take in consideration when you talk about brazil and the terrible government and even though people still do their barbecues in the weekend they still like bes- besides inflation mm-hmm. and all the robbery and it goes on and on lack of education and everything but that's how it is we need to try to do our best with it it doesn't depend on us mm-hmm. right indeed and bro we have i did something different this year from you we used to live together 2022 uh we were apart we saw each other really little probably one day before you came to one day to brazil (laughs) in barcelona and the three days and i stayed in valencia Mm -hmm. at your place so i wanted just to talk how has been your 2022 like how you could define your last year what do you think were your goals did you achieve you had goals you were satisfied with your life in 2022 what mm-hmm. was this year that we were apart for mm-hmm. you yeah um so i mean i said at the start kind of the the goals i had were kind of at least not not from a personal perspective but maybe from more of a trying to figure out what I want to do with my life kind of perspective. I kind of started to really embrace the, this idea of football and where if I can, you know, seriously consider doing it for a career and stuff. And this year was the year where that kind of started to tilt in the balance of, yeah, I think I probably can if I really kind of focus on it. And uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of kind of, uh people who are successful seem to have this trait that they kind of focus on on one thing specifically you know and put all of their energy into that one thing and i've i've never done that in my life i've kind of been happy to put energy into various things and kind of develop various skills and various things at, at one time you know but i think in order to kind of really be successful in in football i will have to kind of focus quite specifically so you kind of decided that during this year that you was realized kind of and you're y- starting to go to this path exactly so this year for me was kind of a, s- a turning point i think playing the international tournaments over summer was with dane was really was really fun because we were competing at the top level in europe and you know we were we were there i know of. but they p- the people that listen to us don't know so basically you can explain that you are 
representing UK, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. So, so yeah, so representing UK in foot volley, we played three tournaments uh, in Europe, in Germany, in Rome, uh, and in Austria, but that was the year before. Um, but yeah, the uh, the level is very high, it's the top level in Europe, and uh, we, in both the tournaments this year, we we kind of got through the first stage of groups, we got to the kind of... Uh, not quarterfinals, the one before octavos, yeah, eight finals, round of sixteen. As round of sixteen. Yeah, that's it true. doesn't make any sense, but yeah, round of sixteen makes no, sense. It, it doesn't make any sense. Like from octavos, you go to the quarters, so you go to the quarterfinals before you have the sixteen. Uh, anyway, whatever. Anyway, cultural. So that uh, those results kind of allowed us to to move up the the ranking in Europe. So now we're joint eighth in Europe um, so that will hopefully give us chances to play in more tournaments internationally hopefully get some invites in the future to kind of world foot volley and things like that um, so yeah in terms of foot volley it was kind of that was what I was focusing on this this last year and uh, it was very productive and this this trip to Brazil has been very helpful as well I've done lots of training good Good. And I guess I would add kind of personally, kind of not, not to do with kind of football there or anything like that. 2022 was, was a really nice year for me. Uh, I felt like I was pretty much happy for the entire year, which is, you know, a massive bonus. Something that I'm quite proud of because it's kind of something I had to work on. But uh, it's just, uh, for me, it's just a process, you know constantly evolving constantly um you know having experiences in life and and taking taking lessons from them and you know this year i kind of felt like i was quite in control of what was happening around me and it was a really nice year nice 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 man so we i remember us talking about the ego Mm-hmm. last year and how you had started kind of your your consciousness about it you know yeah about being aware of it and trying to deal with it and everything and what you have been through in 2021 like mm-hmm. discovering this and i wanted to know if you have how do you feel about that if you still have this pursue like this will and you're going after or you're more like retreated you gave more space how is this um moving towards that subject going on yeah. for you yeah so it's it's kind of principally based on on that what i just said about 2022 being a good year for me is it was accepting kind of this the the kind of the things i've read about and things like that the ego and uh yeah various mental health things and just kind of accepting them all and kind of using that to move forwards so yeah and trying to trying to live my life as naturally as possible as in a way that's you know not controlled by by an ego by by society by you know i'm trying to uh kind of base myself do lots of breathing try and try and meditate things like this uh 
all in the pursuit of trying to kind of you know develop this more it's hard to say but this consciousness and kind of just just develop it you know mm-hmm. evolve um hmm. good Let's say something else but i can't remember what it was <laughs> it happens contes contes we don't have much battery here so i'm gonna start to wrap up so uh-huh. uh to finish I think I re- you already said to me the projects for 2023. So basically, you just want to achieve the best level of football you can, and that's going to be your priority. Still living life in a balance. Mm-hmm. So tell me if I'm right or wrong, but it's basically that, right? Yeah. Uh, so this year, we're trying to um, get some uh, sponsorship for, for me and Dane to represent the UK. Because, uh, you know, it's not, not really any money in football yet in Europe. Um, so you know we're we're reaching out to kind of various companies and trying to develop relationships in in the football world uh, with the intention of kind of gaining some sponsors and getting a little bit of funding to be able to travel and you know uh, compete at the highest level we can. So that's that's the the aim for this year. Um, yeah, try and just take it as seriously as possible and and see what's possible you know uh like i say i i I believe we have a we have a level that will allow us to kind of progress quite quite quickly this year and if all goes well you know we're trying to our objective is trying to trying to get a podium position somewhere in in a european tournament international tournament would be amazing and yeah nice that's the aim and yeah playing the spanish league again this year i'm still in the Silver division, so I'm gonna hopefully get try and get promoted this year is the aim as well. And yeah, we'll see how it goes. It's good, that's good, brother. I usually would also ask um, about the, the what is God, as I usually do in the end, but I already asked you last year, so I'll just give a break on this one here. And I wish you the best this year, bro. I wish you to just go follow your dreams go for your passion live the life you know i desire the best for you i desire that you really really find more yourself and be good as you said it was a good year for you that mm-hmm. really is, is like it's really satisfying to hear that yes. to be honest you know i also had an amazing year 2022 was beautiful if i could put in a word for me and it's glad to see that you you have this point as well so just give the best for you go achieve your goals and yeah i think we can see each other in may probably when i arrive back mm-hmm. and you want to say something else a hello to someone ah. <laughs> that might listen i would say uh just kind of based on based on this yeah we'll see each other in may let's say in, in valencia yeah. but the beautiful thing about our lives at the moment is you know you've been traveling a lot I take any advan- any opportunity I can to travel, you know, uh, and it really gives you a chance to, to meet people from all over the world, to kind of connect, and once you have these connections, then a lot of doors open up, you know. I'm here because I met you and Luis in, in Valencia, for example. If not, I wouldn't be here, you know. Um, so it's, for me, that's important, and 
yeah, I'd say I'm living in Valencia. If anyone wants to come and play football, my my doors are always open. I'm you know, trying to I'm trying to make a football hostel vibe. In my, in my <laughs> That's house. a good one. That's a good one. This is this is my intention. That's a good one. So the the idea is to keep connecting, keep kind of building the building the football network football network exactly the chill vibe football network because yeah, sometimes football can be a little bit heavy and boring with some people yeah it doesn't have to be just football just anyone that's yeah. you know open minded wants to explore wants to you know i do i do love for you nice bro i want you to say at least a hello to my family ah, yeah. hello to the family of gabriel <laughs> santa catarina in in Sao Paulo, no. They would be glad. They would be glad. Yes, be no. Glad. These are these are amazing people. Uh, they they welcomed me into their house, and you know, I felt very blessed to to be able to meet these people. Uh, yeah. Also, shout out to uh, what's she called? Uh, Luis's family in in Rio. Uh, they also helped me out a lot. Give me a bed. Uh, Nice, bro. Lovely people. Lovely nice, people. Nice, nice you had, and you're welcome. My family loved you. I bet Luis's family also did, as he told me. And yeah, bro, have a nice trip tomorrow. Muito obrigado. Stay good, and I see you in a couple months again. Let's meet each other in this fucking amazing world. Exatamente. Tamo juntos. So directly here from Camburi, with the sound of the birds, middle of the jungle, we turn out. Cheers to all, thank you.